Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Happy October, everyone. Thanks for long tossing with us. Steven Strom, Kyle Seeloff, Kelly Sacco. What a night it was at PNC Park. A celebration for the Miami Marlins who punched their ticket to the 2023 postseason. We had one heck of a night. It was awesome to celebrate. We tried to get you as much content as possible. We will get even more up this afternoon. But Kyle Seeloff, Kelly Sacco, we're going to the postseason. How good does that sound? Wow. <laughs> I don't know if it's actually sunk in for me yet. It still kind of feels like a little bit of a, like La La Land, like yep. a dream. Kyle? I told Kelly it's going to sink in on Tuesday, about an hour before first pitch, and when they start to line up the players up the chalk lines, and they'll put a big flag out in center field and 45,000 people wherever we are are going berserk and it's deafening and you cannot hear yourself talk and that first pitch gets thrown, that's to me when it's really going to sink in. It's going to be um, incredible. I am so happy for this group of guys, for Skip Schumacher, for Bruce Sherman, for Kim Ang. Every single one of them deserve it. They never wavered in their belief and confidence in the ball club. Yep. It was a magical season and I don't think one that will ever be replicated because some of the wild and crazy things that happen. Um, but they found a way to do it and the pure joy watching them roll over top of the mm. dugout railing <laughs> last night mm. when they got the final out. And I don't know that, you know, we, we, we could probably talk for hours about individual players, but an unbelievable team accomplishment. I want to actually start from the top because there's a lot of owners in sports, not just baseball, that say we're going to spend money. We're going to go out. We're going to make trades. If we're in this position, we're going to do this. It first starts with Bruce Sherman and Kim Ang, who made this team so much better, I thought, in this second half. I mean, the Marlins, we know the story, 14 games over 500 going into that first half. They come out in the second half and they stumble. Um, Kim Ang, Bruce Sherman, uh, to make the moves that they did, I know it's all about Jake Berger and Josh Bell, but even David Robertson, who has found himself late in September now, it's just been an unbelievable ride and... Um, from the top to not only say it, but to go out and do it and back it up, I, I, I just I, I think that it, that is a lost art or just lost trust, and um, it's just been so fun to see them rewarded here. It's not just about the best players, too. It's about the right ones, and that was something that they really put a big emphasis on is finding not just the best guys that money could buy, 
but they found the guys who fit in this clubhouse yep. and who fit the culture that Skip Schumacher said from day one he was trying to build here in Miami. And when speaking to Kim Ng and asking her why Skip Schumacher was the right choice, she had said it was because they were so synced in their beliefs of how this ball club and this organization should be run. And it's so much more than the X's and O's on the field. It's so much more than the decisions that are made in between the lines. And that's something they said that the first time they sat down and talked, they spoke for, for three, four hours without stopping. And they were just so on the same page about everything. It's really beautiful, honestly, to watch it all come to fruition the way that it did. And it's, it's a pinch me type of moment yeah. because Kim had full control this year of the decisions that she got to make. And she built a masterpiece. She really did. Yep. And Skip Schumacher in his very first year as a major league manager, I know he says, it, it, he's so humble. I know he says this every time we say this to him. He goes, listen, you talk about the managerial stats. I see it. It's not just a me stat. It's a coaching staff stat. And then that, let, let's make sure that we give credit where credit's due to that coaching staff because you can't have a coaching staff divided. You can't have yep. a team divided. Everyone's on the same page. Everyone knows their role. And it's just really magical to watch what happened last night and the way it transpired. And we've had the pleasure and the honor to watch it unfold from day one. And it really is. And, and Marlins fans, listen, I know Kyle and I have been around in some capacity since 2013. I was born and raised in Miami. So so I, I feel this one with you. It's, mm. It really is. I was standing in the clubhouse yesterday, and I'm ranting. I could do this for hours. I was standing in the clubhouse yesterday, and I just tried, like, tried to stand in a corner, and I was just watching. Yeah. It was just, just, take it in. just right. taking it in yep. and just watching. And I was like, is this really happening? Mm. And it is. It is. Kyle, for you, um, 11 years. Mm -hmm. This is your first time as the voice of the Marlins on the radio. I know it means a ton to you, but to have the season that they've had in your first season, what kind of goes through your mind? Um, I don't know if it's anything for me personally. I'm just, I am a fan, and I say this all the time, I'm a fan like anybody else. I've just personally been given an unbelievable opportunity and been able to ride the coattails of these guys that have done this all season long. I, You know, I mean, it's really cool. Yeah, like, I'm, I'm happy I get to do it, but I'm just really so happy for those guys downstairs because when you do this, and sometimes you have to make it up if you don't like guys or, you know, you feel like there's a bad clubhouse. It can be hard. But I genuinely mean there's not a single guy down there that I do not root for. They are the greatest group of guys in the world. The the, the, the pure joy and the hugs and the handshakes post-game last night and the congratulatory just celebration downstairs, it makes our job easier because I try not to ever lose sight that I am a fan like everybody else, and I hope that we've been able to express that throughout the course of the season, And which is why I hope every single fan that listens to this, that has listened to us all season long, they understand that. Enjoy this just as much as the players do, yep. because when you invest your time and money into a team that stinks, it's not fun, and it happens, and it's happened for far too long. But Bruce Sherman, Kim Ang, the entire front office led by Caroline O'Connor, everybody has invested their time, their money, and they've poured everything they have into this thing, and it culminates in a playoff appearance. And that should not just 
you know, be something that's internal and people close to the organization feel it. It should spread far and wide to people that have rooted for this team their entire lives. You know, it was interesting. When I interviewed Skip last night, I said, what kind of made this different? And he said, we've had to have really tough conversations. And the first guy that I thought was Joey Wendell. And this guy was your starting shortstop. And Joey has been up and down, and he has struggled. Mm-hmm. But Skip went up to him and basically said, hey, um, we're, we don't know what playing time is going to look like this last couple of weeks. And he's the guy, Joey Wendell is, every time that team wins, he's the one leading that speech. And I know it's so cliche to say this, but it's not normal. It's just not normal to have guys that are willing to take a back seat in their role, per se, and not lose that competitive edge, not lose that support. Because when you're someone like Garrett Hampson or John Birdie, and you know with each hit, you got someone like Joey Wendell cheering you on because sometimes it's not like that. Yeah. It's just not. Like no. sometimes when you're told that you're not going to play, you're going to sit there and you potentially might sit in that dugout and be like, huh, John Birdie strikes out. Maybe I can play tomorrow. None of that happened. Right. And I don't know if that's a credit to the culture, Skip, even these guys like every you guys have alluded to. But what we've experienced, and it, it hasn't just been one guy. I think that's the beauty of this team. Even, even Matt Moore. Right? Yeah. Matt right. Moore, who's not playoff today. eligible, right. who gets DFA today, comes in here and he has pitched in some big moments for this team. Right. And uh, he's not going to be able to play in the postseason. I can go back to Jonathan Davis. I can go back um, just to different guys who have stepped up. Devin Smelter, uh, who came in in Cleveland. It's just been a collective group effort. Every time someone has come up, they have contributed somehow, some way. And that is the definition of a team well i think you're exactly right and i think if you just listen to what we're saying it's it, it this the whole thing is not fake down there it truly it was a culture set by skip schumacher on day one it has truly been we instead of me all season long because if you don't get that collective buy-in and guys are looking over their shoulders and to your point about Joey Wendell, he could totally sulk and be like, well, this stinks. I'm not playing. It's not. They're not here. Like, they're not going to go to the playoffs because there's too many individual, you know, selfish players. And there's not a single one down there, which is awesome. And that's – it's a credit to Skip. It really is. And he is very humble. He's not going to take credit for anything. But without Skip Schumacher, the Miami Marlins are also not in the postseason this year, in He my also opinion. just punched, I thought, his ticket for National League. Man, well, I would hope so. I mean, you know, the only other one. Either way, this too. is an interesting one, though. Do you know Brian Snicker never has never won, won yeah. that could be the narrative. <laughs> oh manager of the year? Wow. And, you know, they've got, what, 140 wins? I mean, you know? I, right. I don't want to get into this all deep, but I, and this isn't going to take away from Snicker. You look at that lineup. Uh, he right. does a nice job. He does a really good job. This isn't to take – I don't want this to come off as anyone could manage the, the Braves, but you also have to look at what team Atlanta has. And that's no disrespect to our team as well, guys. But you arguably have three of the best players – in the National oh, League yeah. and baseball, probably. Well, it goes right back to what Yuli Gurriel told me a month ago, that this one is a team of men, not oh, of names. I love names. what he said that. that was oh, great. I had chills. And by the way, hey. Ky- I know, we're using your vernacular because it is warranted. It very much is warranted. <laughs> you know, Kyle, he didn't say this. Kyle, you said you think it's going to sink in during national anthems and lineups on Tuesday, but you didn't say verbatim what you told me. You said it was going to give you what? Say it. 
Say Did it, I say Kyle. chills? <laughs> he said chills. There I we promise go. you. Uh, there we I go. First time you. I've said it all year. I think it that's is. the only time it's warranted all season long. <laughs> well, can we do a whole nother podcast? About just Stephen's vernacular. Sure, it's, it's spread here. Stephen can do that. It, it is spread here. Even the uh, the promo that we did, the teaser with Kyle, the Marlins uh, social team did a great job, and Vic and all those guys down there, Julian. They do a wonderful job. It, they did a. Uh, but you're alluding to them quoting you. Chills. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. It's, they do uh, a wonderful job. They yeah, really do. They really have. And yesterday. Me and Kelly are a lot more like, oh my god, I can't believe this moment. Kyle's much more like, oh, even Kyle, he's another day in the office kind of thing. But um, how awesome was it to, um, you know, get that GoPro moment and to experience the three of us? Uh, I I thought that was just such a cool moment. And how lucky are we to be able to do this and um, cover this team? Like you guys said, just just a great group of guys and what a fun fun season. And they're not done yet. No, they're not done. And I'll tell you this. They enjoyed last night, and you better watch out because they really believe that they're going to keep on winning. I know. And, we can uh, sit here and say, oh, they think they should play. They don't care. No, no. They no. really don't they care. They don't care. Well, it was a play. message in the clubhouse, too. It was, hey, we're not done yet. Yeah, this is great. Celebrate and join it, but we're not done. Mm. Yeah, they, and they don't care. You're they, right. I don't think they're concerned about Milwaukee. Or Philadelphia, I'm not suggesting they're going to go in there and roll either team. But from what we have experienced all season long, you know, the other thing, too, there's a lot of teams that will take, like, the underdog mentality, like it's us against the world. I don't think they've done that. They're kind of just like, you know what? Like, we think we're good, and it's okay if nobody else thinks we're really good, and it's understandable, and, you know, it might be more of a small market team that many folks don't pay attention to. I've not gotten the sense it's like the, it's us against the world. Nobody believes in us. No, I just think they believe in each other, and they're really confident about their chances moving forward. I'm with you. (laughs) I was drinking my tea. (laughs) I was drinking my hot tea. But 100%. This is a team since day one believed, and... um, to put a bow on, because I think I got distracted by the vernacular of the chills. Um, <laughs> but to put a bow on what Yuli Gurriel said, you're mentioning the Braves, you're mentioning the Phillies, and you look at those lineups, and it's all-stars and MVPs and left and right, these big names and these big contracts. And Yuli's like, that's not what our team is built of. Right. Our team is built of a bunch of individuals playing together. I think it's not just the player. I think it's just the entire organization. It's right. like we, we don't have the biggest payroll in the league. We don't have a Yankees payroll, but we're going to work our tails off. We're going to squeeze every lance ounce of talent uh, out of everyone in this organization. And I think I think everyone's embraced it. Well, how did those uh, big payrolls work for the New York Mets and the New York Yankees and the San Diego Padres? It's not just about, you know, buying the best players. It's got to be the right ones. You've got to have a culture. There's so much more that goes into winning than throwing money at everyone. Absolutely. Um, I got nothing else, guys. What a night. What a week. Crazy way to start the week in New York. Felt like we were there for a month. Um, it really did. <laughs> and then we get to Pittsburgh at 5 in the morning, and the Marlins win that game. I mean, Come back you fashion. can say whatever, yeah, oh you can say whatever you want about this team. Um, but the one thing that's undisputable is just the guts and uh, the resiliency that um, these guys show every single day. It's really incredible. Now, some of these guys are going to get a day off today, well-deserved, but... Uh, 
let's just see how today goes, and uh, hopefully we end up. Uh, I don't know where we want to end up, but we will be in the playoffs. I'll tell you what, wherever they end up, they're going to play their hearts out like they've been doing all season. All right, we'll talk to you guys next week. we got playoff baseball. We also have a show tomorrow. Again, if you're listening to us on Sunday, uh, we will have a show for you on Monday, live, 940 wins. We'll have some programming for you. It's possibly going to be a workout day. We'll get Skip. We'll get a couple of the guys to come on here. Um, we got you covered of now. Of course, you know, TV now for Bally is done. So come join us. If you haven't, if you know people that just watch on TV, Marlins Radio, 940 wins, iHeartRadio app. We're on MLB TV, of course. But uh, we got you covered. We're going to have all the energy in the world, and we cannot wait to have you aboard on the Marlins Radio Network, driven by AutoNation.